Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hej och välkomna till Hockey Torsk säsong 4, episod nummer 6. Ett avsnitt som är en mini-episod. Medan du sitter där och lyssnar, glöm nu inte att klicka i prenumerera i apparna Acast eller iTunes beroende på hur du lyssnar på oss. Och givetvis följ oss på Twitter och Instagram där heter vi Hockeytorsk och på Facebook heter vi också Hockeytorsk. Där trycker du gilla-knappen. Vill du lätta ditt hjärta? Info att hockeytorsk.se Välkomna, välkomna. Veckans avsnitt är i all enkelhet. Det är bara jag, John, här framför mikrofonen. Joel är på höstlovsläger, skulle man kunna tro, men det är inte sant faktiskt. Eh, men misströsta inte för det. Vi har ett litet program att erbjuda. I förra veckan så var det så att vi sprang på Peter Andersson, domarbasen för SOL. Och jag var lite intresserad. Hur funkar det här med böter och matchstraff och hur ser man på saker och ting. Och med en veckas eh, reflektion efter mitt möte här med Peter Andersson så har det ju hänt en hel del. Bland annat så är det många Djurgårdsfans nu som är upprörda över att Torsen har blivit avstängd sju matcher. Eh, Kim Rosdal i Malmö, han fick eh, var det tre eller fyra matchers avstängningar. Matcher blir lite böter och lite så. Men jag frågar rent generellt så här, när man en videogranskning, finns, kan man göra den hur många gånger som helst? Kan man åka fram och tillbaka? Nej, i normalfallet så gör man det ju bara en gång. Och det, det viktiga är ju kommunikationen mellan videomodomaren i situationsrummet och domaren på plats i arenan. Och att, att det är tydligt och klart vad det är de vill ha granskat. Och sen kan det ju vara så, det kan undantagsfall skulle det kunna inträffa att under en videogranskning för till exempel om pucken över linjen eller inte så upptäcker man att målet eventuellt kan ha gjorts med en högklubba till exempel. Det kan man ju, det skulle kunna dyka upp under en videogranskning och då skulle man kunna åberopa att man vill göra en annan granskning ifrån videomådomaren i så fall så att det skulle kunna inträffa men det är ganska ovanligt. Man, man kan ju tro att det, om man tittar i media 
så känns det som att det är väldigt mycket straff och böter hit och dit just nu. Eh, är ni hårdare på vissa förseelser i år? Nej, det är vi inte. Utan, eh, vi följer det. Vi har gått ut innan säsongen och sagt att eh, vi jobbar ju mycket för spelarnas säkerhet. Vi vill få bort eh, den eh, hjärnskaksproblematik som alla känner till att den finns. Så därför är det ju fokus just på huvudtacklen bland annat och även tacklen i ryggen. Och, Egentligen så följer vi bara det vi har bestämt innan och sen har det nu inledningsvis varit en hel del situationer och det är lite för tidigt fortfarande att säga om det kommer bli någon skillnad mot jämfört med förra året utan det får vi summera när säsongen är slut så att vi följer inte bara det vi har bestämt innan. Den, den senaste veckan har den, den heta potatis som måste ändå varit Karelaktis crosschecking. Ja och det, och det är så regelboken är väldigt väldigt tydlig det är en crosschecking riktad mot hals eller huvud är checken to the head och eh, det har ju dessutom disciplinämnden visat tydligt och klart om man utför en sån handling så är det ett antal matchers avstängning per automatik och det, det är för att man anser att det är så pass farligt spel så att eh, det ska rendera en avstängning då är bestraffningar för diving och den typen känns ganska larvigt i sammanhanget om man jämför ja och det här är ju det eviga problemet att säga att det, man vill ju inte man, man ska inte jämföra de här situationerna det är två helt vitt skilda parallella spår sen har de här på något sätt vägs ihop och jag förstår egentligen inte riktigt varför man gör det för att eh, spelarna säkert är ett spår som är oerhört viktigt för oss i SHL att, att stävja och hålla ordning på just för att vi ska slippa den problematik som vi har haft åtminstone och fortfarande har när det gäller diving så ser vi ju att det är någonting som vi tycker kanske har ökat lite grann sist. Det är inget problem än, men vi tycker att det har ökat lite grann. Och då är det viktigt att vi även tar det naturligtvis parallellt med det här. Så att, att många gör liksom jämförelsen. Det är ungefär som att en trafikpolis inte ska ge böter för fortkörning utan man ska sätta dit narkomaner. Det blir lite samma sak. Det ena utesluter inte det andra utan vi måste jobba med bägge spåren samtidigt. Men, men är, borde det inte kunna bli mer kostsamt för lagen om, man, om det blir utvisning? Det här personliga straffet att man får böta? Det, det är just, just, diving är just är väldigt svår att hinna se på banan när den inträffar. Det of, ofta så ser man det mer sen när man tittar på bilder i efterhand och det är då det är lite lättare att upptäcka. Så att det går men, så men fort där ute. I diving är det något som kommer i efterhand? Kan ni göra det? Ja, du menar bestraffning för diving? Ja, efter matchen. Om det nu ska vara så att man ska bestraffa en diving. Om du har en misstänkt diving så ska ju den först upptäckas antingen med att domarna tar en utvisning eller att man hittar den i situationsrummet. Sen ska den gå ut i vår referensgrupp som består av sex stycken väldigt, väldigt hockeykunniga människor. Där ska de tycka också att det är en diving innan du överhuvudtaget går till disciplinen. Så att det är bara de såklara fallen som ska, kommer att hamna där. Tack. SHLs domarbas Peter Andersson som vi fick möjlighet att träffa förra veckan på hovet när Modo gästade Djurgården. När du hör det här snacket, vad tycker du och tänker du? Vilka funderingar får du? Med tanke på alla bestraffningar som är nu, kors och tvärs och hur bedömer man de här? Har du några frågor inför tokitorsk.se så ska vi ta dem vidare och ställa dem till rätt personer. Det känns som att vi kommer återkomma det här ämnet. I alla fall så har den här typen av frågeställningen fått raketfart den här säsongen. Själv njuter jag av att få träffa människor och veta lite vilka är de. Och en sån person 
fick jag tillfälle då att möta förra veckan när Modo gästade hovet. Det var head coach Larry Harris. Vem är han? How, how was it to end up in Modo Örnsköldsvik? Well, it's uh, something that I uh, wanted to do for a long time is uh, work in Sweden. Uh, I'm a big fan of Swedish hockey and I have a lot of friends that have played here. A lot of friends of our, our Swedish coaches that I, that I know very well. Uh, so it's something that I think it's a matter of timing. And I was close to coming to Moto a few years ago. Uh, uh, and uh, Eric Holmberg was the manager here. And I always kind of watched them and, and looking to see what was going on. And, and uh, this time, uh, when uh, Per Svartbedet uh, contacted me and, and uh, we started talking through my agent and uh, we started talking about things and I met Per. And I think we have uh, very a lot in common. I think the way that we see the game and, and uh, what we want to do uh, like on the ice and maybe the changes we want to make and try to do something different. Uh, so to me, it was... Uh, it was a the timing was very good and and uh you're taking over a team that hasn't had much success the last couple of years so i look at it this way there's only one way can, we can go is up and i think that we are going i know that we're not we're going in the right direction i just uh you know the guys are working hard and we will get paid for this hard work but it's uh it's more about uh you know it was always a goal of mine to come to sweden so i think the timing is right to come now But you have been in Europe for a long time. Yes, since 1980. So I've been here for a long time. I came over as a player when I was 25, and I've been here since. So I've been more more than half my life uh, living in Europe. So uh, I consider myself a Euro, Canada, North American kind of kind of coach. But a uh, lot of experiences, worked in a lot of different places, and uh, I'm really enjoying the hockey here. Really enjoying the competition, and uh, every night it's a new challenge and learning a lot. And I think uh, the idea coming in is I want to take what's good, like, like the different things in this league that I find that are good and add them to what I'm already doing and make something a little bit special. And uh, so far, we're, we're getting there. Uh, we, we have to execute 60 minutes, but uh, I know that we're going the right direction. Do, do you remember how everything started for you when you were a kid? falling in love in hockey? Uh, well, it's it's a type of thing where, you know, my grandfather played, my father played, my uncles played, all my cousins, everybody played hockey. Like uh, when you're when you're in Canada and in Ontario and uh, you're growing up, it's just something you learn to do right away. Just, you know, slightly after you start walking, you start skating. So I think I started skating when I was four years old. And uh, I think I was on my first hockey team when I was five or six. So it's just a love of the game. And I mean, you, you just you just love going to the rink you love playing and every chance that you had you were either at the rink or you're playing outside it's just something that you love to do but but uh and i really think that that's that's really what keeps keeps me in the game is a love of the game and and uh, that's something that you develop at a young young age and i really when i talk to youth coaches uh when i i talk to youth coaches one of the things i really emphasize with them especially today in this world when there's so many things to distract uh, players like young players young teenage players i said the first coaches that a, that a young player has whether it's a boy or a girl i think it's so important that they that they nurture that love of the game they install on them a love of the game and uh and that's what will hold them through when they get to be 10 11 12 13 14 years old and all of a sudden there's a lot of things happening in their lives a lot of things going on they have a lot of choices to make if they want to keep these players in the game they have to have that deep love of the game and that will get them through those years and and your sons they're playing 
And and one of them are a head coach. That's right. My 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 oldest son Brett is a head coach at the University of Utah, so uh, he's doing very well. His his record is much better than mine right now this year. So he doesn't he lets to he lets to tell me about that all the time. And it's actually his birthday today, so uh, I'm very proud of him. Proud of them, all my children. Uh, and uh, my youngest son uh, is uh, playing uh, in uh, Turgau in the National League B in Switzerland. So it's kind of the hockey. It's kind of the business of the family right now. And uh, uh, and my daughter as well. My daughter is uh, just graduated. She's uh, in her master's degree in in, in business. So I'm very proud of all my children. But uh, again, the hockey part of it—they grew up with that—and again, just just love of the game. But, but how is it to have your close family all around the world? Well, I, I, I am a big promoter of Skype. I think that uh, now with the internet and all the all the things that we do to, to for the communication part of it, it's much easier. I think it's it's easier on me than on my wife, like being so far away from everybody. I mean, uh, my one son one son's in Salt Lake City, Utah, and uh, one son's in uh, you know Weinfeld in Switzerland. My daughter's in Zurich right now, but who knows where she's going to be in the next month or so? But uh, we stay in touch. We talk just about every day with with uh, with our children, and we're a very, very close family. And is your wife and daughter? also crazy about hockey? Uh, my daughter's probably more crazy about hockey players, uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, my wife, uh, she's, learned to, she's learned to appreciate like, what we have through hockey, and I think she's become more of a fan for that, especially the teams that we play on. Uh, but, uh, is uh, she from France? No, she's from, uh, she's from uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay. So I met her when I was playing in Salt Lake City. That was a farm club for the St. Louis Blues at one time. So... Um, uh, she, you know, she's been with me for a long time and through a lot of different things as a player and as a coach, but uh, she's a great partner to have and I couldn't do what I do without her. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And your sons, they have two nationalities. They actually have three because, like, uh, my wife being American, I'm, all, I'm Canadian and I'm French. So I have a French passport as well. So uh, they all have the right to three, three nationalities. Wow. 
a very international family. We, we call ourselves global nomads. So it's, uh, they're used to traveling, used to moving around, and they're, all, they, they're very fluent with the languages. They speak four languages, all of them. So uh, they're, they've grown up. It's a different kind of lifestyle for sure. Do you have any great memories with your sons about hockey when they realize oh, what it's all about? Yeah, the, the best memories I have are going and watching them play. Like it's, it's, it's great. It's a great pleasure like to go and watch your, your boys playing and having fun at what they're doing and, and growing up and learning to become men and learning to, to, to know what it's like to be part of a team and how to function as a team and and it's it's really neat to see right now like my oldest son like you know getting into coaching I don't encourage it because it's a tough road like a, to be a pro coach but uh, I think if you could coach at a certain level high school university level I think it's a it's a it could be a great career and combine that with something else like teaching or something like that uh, to be a pro coach and and do the have the kind of life that I have it's it's uh, it's not easy but it's been very rewarding and I, f I feel very blessed by that in in Sweden when if uh, if I compare Sweden with Canada uh, I guess the big difference is that uh, you are much more competitive from younger age that's right and in Sweden the, the focus is more that the kids should have fun yeah but uh, and I think uh, It's a if you can mix the two worlds. Yeah, um, it would be great. It's a great. Yeah, but, it would be it would be perfect combination. I agree totally. Like right now, I think uh, for a, a lot of things in Canada, we have to never forget that we started playing the game because it's fun. You do not want to take the fun out of the game, and it becomes a little bit too serious. And the parents are sometimes the most responsible for that. That winning becomes the the end goal, and not the development of the player or the the players actually having fun. You want to teach them how to win, but also teach them, you know, what it is to lose, and that to learn from those things. But uh, above all, I agree is that uh, there's a great emphasis placed on winning, and so you develop that competitive spirit. But I think uh, combined with uh, with the Swedish. Um, Uh, the technical part of it, as far as the skills and developing plays, and the, and the way they look at the game, I think it'd be a great combination. And if you look at uh, tonight's game uh, in the first period, I think uh, somewhere in the before the power break, uh, you had the period. You played much better mm -hmm. than you Gordon, and in the second it was you Gordon, Very and good. in the third one uh, it was your yeah. period. But how can you can you explain why you play so good? In the in the end of the game, well, I, I think that again it comes down to being able to focus. I mean, it's all about the next shift. It's all about the next 45 seconds that you're on the ice, and we just lost our focus a little bit. We had a really good first period, and we came out, and and uh, there was a couple of of shifts there where we had a couple of mental blackouts, and they scored goals. And uh, those are the things that happen in a hockey game. So uh, what was important is that we got refocused again right away, uh, and. You could see when they scored that fourth goal, all of a sudden we panicked. We started running around. They had a couple of breakaways. We started doing things we normally don't do. And we were we were very lucky that uh, Garden didn't score one or two more at the end of that second period. But we got refocused again going out to the third period. And we were very focused and, and we played hard and, and we got paid for it. Mm -hmm. We started scoring some goals and that created more energy on the bench. And, and we were so close like to, to getting that fourth goal. Uh, so... Uh, in this particular game, uh, the lesson to be learned here is, is again, that you have to be able to stay focused. And it's important, like after you get a goal or a bad place, you have to get refocused right away for the next shift. And, and when you played against uh, HV, it was the opposite. You started really well in the first two, yeah. and in the end, everything was uh, uh, HV, they, they played much better. 
Well, I mean, it's uh, it's same too. Where I think the the five nothing game you're talking about. Yeah. Well, it's a tendency of a team to let up a little bit. Exactly. Like you, what happened to your garden tonight at four nothing? They're kind of sitting back, relaxing, waiting for the game to end. Where the other team keeps battling. All it takes is one, and to get the other energy going for the other side. So, uh, the HV game. Uh, you know, I don't think we were that bad in the third period. I mean, I think we were we were okay. We ended up. They didn't get any goals. I, I think they played much. Better. Oh, they played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They played. They played better. They played better for sure. I don't. I didn't see a big difference in the, what we were playing. I think the, it was more the Carl's Corona game where we were controlling the game. We had they. We really controlling the game, and then we gave them two goals to let them back in the game. I would say more than that game there where we changed. We lost our focus in the game, but that's been something we've been battling for in the beginning of the year is just being able to be consistent and play 60 minutes. Glöm nu inte att uh, klicka prenumerera i Acast eller i iTunes så kommer du inte missa nästa hockeytorsk avsnitt. Avsnitten kommer ju som sagt vanligtvis tisdagar klockan 06.00 på morgonen. Vill du någonting inför att hockeytorsk.se är adressen. Följ oss gärna på Twitter och Instagram där heter vi hockeytorsk. Gå in på Facebook och tryck gilla-knappen. Och har du gjort det där ja då är du säker. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of non-stop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.